So nobody's that geeked up about NHL preseason. I get it. The games were really good, Darren. But anyways, the game ends. I thought people were like getting up, not really knowing what to do. And the public address announcer goes, oh, ladies and gentlemen, we're now going to have a shootout. <laughs> like, this is like willy-nilly, man. This is like pond hockey, and I'm here for it. I love it. Fun, sun, and surf. It's the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome, everybody, to the RP Show. What did you just say in my ear, Clark? About the rink? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On location in Dodge City in beautiful South Florida. Uh, as it continues, it is episode number 580 of Canada's daytime sports talk show. And we're ready to get after it. We're ready to uh, have some fun here as the Moose joins us in the bunker back in the Queen City. It's going to throw this out, uh, Darren. 30 degrees Celsius here in South Florida with the humidity. It feels like 88 above Fahrenheit. And uh, we're ready to talk sports. And can you hide your disdain <laughs> any less? I would. Than what you are right now. I know. I would, uh, you know, counter and some of the people back home would say, but Rod, it's been 30 degrees for the last two days here. Yes. But not oh, when I'm coming God. to work. When I'm coming to work, it's still five degrees in the morning, you know. And then by the time I leave, it gets up to, you know, 25 or whatever. But uh, so we're in a nice little patch, but not like Florida. Yeah, I see that. And by the way, a, a great intro pulled by the guys there from yesterday's show with, with regards to NHL preseason, because we're going to get to our quick six show topics in a moment. And we've got a great standard poll question today which you're going to see in moments for the uh, for capital automall universal collision center and it pertains to canada's game of the week we'll throw those stats up in a moment who's leading there but i i really played with the notion of do you care about nhl preseason hockey because i understand i'm a unicorn in a lot of ways moose a lot I stuff up i guess in some ways but i love preseason sports not just hockey Football, baseball, I love watching how teams come together. I, that's when careers are made or broken is in the preseason. And I don't, I can't, but I get so many people don't like preseason games. And maybe we should, I just said why I love it. Why, where are you? You, you seem to not be that into the Leafs preseason. Am I right or am I wrong? You're right. That's because I've just, my attention's in other places right now. But when I'm around a team, like I love getting into the preseason because for me, when you're at the rink and you're watching preseason games, it's the best because, you know, yeah, you're watching the games really closely and you want to see how players are doing, but you're not sitting there riddled with emotion, worried about are we winning? Are we going to lose? What's going to happen in this game? Yeah. This is when you can really get in. This is when the hockey nerds love hockey, right? The preseason, when you sit you know, at the pre-skater, you sit with the scouts and you really talk about this guy or that guy and what's the team look like in goal and you know, who has a chance to make the team? Who really are you expecting to have a good camp, right? So that's the real, the hockey nerd season. This is hockey nerd season. Hence... Why I love it. Yeah. Okay. But the same, same thing for the NFL. I, I, uh, I enjoy those preseason games too. But anyways, maybe we can get into this with some of our guests coming up uh, on the program today. Nick Lewis, Canadian Football Hall of Famer, will be going into the Canadian Football Hall of Fame during Grey Cup Week in Hamilton in December. Doesn't it just sound fantastic? Grey Cup in December in Hamilton. <laughs> My teeth are chattering. Dave Campbell, the color voice of the Edmonton Elks, will be with us as well from the nation's capital 
on game day. By the way, I guess why I couldn't quite hear because the music was rolling in my ear. I couldn't really hear. Clark said something about the Panthers arena, and it says that video was just taken days ago. It says across the top, BB&T Center. It's been changed, the name, to Florida Live Arena. A week ago today, they they announced the name change because BB&T Bank has been bought by another bank. So they don't even exist anymore, so they just... Put a new name on it, and now they're trying to sell it. How about the Rod Peterson Show Arena or DuPont Media Arena? How about that? Don't tempt me. Now I'm going to start figuring out how I can pull that off. Yeah, exactly. It's a, great it's a write-off, Moose. It's a write-off. It's, even, that, did you see that Seinfeld episode? It's just a write-off. Is that even that's real people, money? That's what people think, right? Well, you can write it off, though. You can write it off. Like, like it's free, right? You still got to pay for it. It yeah. just means I don't pay tax on it, maybe. So those are the guests on the show today. Can you please, Director Jordan, hit the quick six show topics, please? <laughs> Thanks. And I have been hanging out with hockey people, by the way. They really love the hockey coverage. But we got to start with Monday night football topic number one because America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, potentially the best team in the NFL right now, rolled. Dak Prescott threw for three touchdown passes against the Philadelphia Eagles, the division rivals. 41-21, the Cowboys rolled. Zeke ran for a season-high 95 yards. He had two touchdowns. And tight end Dalton Schultz had the first two-touchdown game of his career. Cowboys 2-1, and one. could or should be 3-0, and oh, rolling our way to the NFC Eastern Championship and maybe even the Super Bowl. Guys try to, Eagles fans try to make bets with me on the game last night. I'm like, waste my time. It was a 20-point ass-kicking. On Monday Night Football. Now, Mike McCarthy, the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, is in some hot water over not taking timeouts near the end of the half and getting the ball back for Dak Prescott, who had the hot hand. Now, listen, I think everybody's been asking my take, including you, on Mike McCarthy botching clock management at the end of the half. I don't like Mike McCarthy. I've never liked Mike McCarthy. I didn't like him he was when he was in Green Bay, and they ran him out of there. So how do you think I felt when the Dallas Cowboys hired him to replace Jason Garrett? And that mismanagement last night is being compared to Jason Garrett's time with the Dallas Cowboys. He made a multitude over the years of brain cramp decisions, Jason Garrett, which ultimately led to his firing. I think Mike McCarthy led the Dallas Cowboys to at least four losses by his own poor decisions last year. So why are we surprised? You're not learning. The same thing happened last week. So the Dallas Cowboys are winning in spite of Mike McCarthy and, but I'm not as upset as the rest of the Cowboys nation today because we did win by 20 points and we're getting better in spite of this guy. Come playoff time, check with me then. But for now in week three, not as upset as the rest. You? John Gruden, Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan. These guys are all on a conference call today laughing at Mike McCarthy because of course these are. guys are like meticulous to every detail of the game. You know, managing the clock, trying to get as much out of the game as possible. If there's a chance to get more points on the board, you're going to take it, right? Not Mike McCarthy. He's good. He's punching the clock five minutes early. He's checking out for the day. He's not getting that last rep in. He's not getting that last opportunity to put points on the board. And it's got to be infuriating to be a Cowboys fan because there was over a minute to go in that half and it was third down. 146. And, yeah, and a mile. Third and a mile. Like, I get it. You don't take a timeout because what if they get it? Then you've saved them some time on the clock. Well, they're not converting third down in a mile, right? And they get close. 
and then they kick on fourth down anyway, and the clock runs out. You know, you would have had probably a minute and 25 seconds with the football to get down the field and, and put some more points on the board before the half. Plenty of time. But other than that, like you talk about an ass kicking, this was an ass kicking because it could have been oh, worse. Yeah. You look at Dak's goal line plunge on fourth down that I believe was in. They just didn't have the right camera angle that showed it. The goal line cam, there was somebody blocking it. I thought he was in. There was the interceptions, the turnovers, when they should have put more points on the board. This should have been a 30 or 40 point Dallas win last night. And, you know, it was really hard. I probably should have put them in my top five, but uh, they're a very good football team. In both cases, the Cowboys and Eagles are who we thought they were. Coming out of Monday Night Football. By the way, the warm-up's brought to you by E-Call Electric. Your annual fall promotion sale is on now with special pricing on hundreds of in-stock items. E-Call Electric, let's get to work. One thing they're saying to me, Darren, here in South Florida is, you're the only show talking hockey in the daytime on the continent. The only one. Can't get enough of these 31 U.S. states where we air on Game Plus. I'm just going to throw that out there. So, point two, NHL preseason games from last night. I have in brackets here, do we care? But we covered that off the top of the show. Um, and I know that you do care. Jonathan Drouin had two assists for the Montreal Canadiens and a 5-2 preseason win against the Toronto Maple Leafs at Bell Centre. In uh, JD's return, after taking a leave of absence for anxiety last season, good for him for having the sack to admit, by the way, what his issues were, because he didn't have to do that. Oliver ekman Larson had two assists, and Connor Garland scored for the Vancouver Canucks in a 4-2 win against the Calgary Flames at Abbotsford Center in Abbotsford, B.C. What did I say about OEL? Stud. Still a stud. Great move by the Canucks there. Dylan Ganther scored the go-ahead goal at 9-21 of the third period, and the Arizona Coyotes defeated the L.A. Kings 2-1 at Gila River Arena. Dylan Ganther, last seen... Starring with the Edmonton Oil Kings. The kid is, what, 18? Very good. Just putting that out there. Sam Annis scored a minute 43 into overtime to give the St. Louis Blues a 2-1 win against the Dallas Stars. And Yegor Chinakov scored in his first NHL preseason game. And the Columbus Blue Jackets defeated the Pittsburgh Penguins 3-0 at PBG Paints Arena in the Berg. Cole Sillinger had one assist for the Jackets. Thought I would throw that in there. And, uh, yeah, Chinakov was their first-round pick last year. Remember, were we watching the draft together when they yeah, we picked Chinakov and Doug McClain and... No, it was Brian Burke and Sammy Costantino looked at each other and were like, who? And they're checking their notes. <laughs> I know. Remember that? Well, he scored last night in his first game for the Columbus Blue Jackets. So I'm going to move on, but that's what happened to appease our American fan viewers. Because in Canada, it's like the NFL down here. You just can't get enough. Yeah. You can't get enough NHL coverage in Canada. And in the States, they don't get any. So that's why they're really picking up what we're putting down. Uh, point three. Let me check the time here. Uh, it's 11-11 in the central time zone, by the way. Shout out Winnipeg. Week nine in the CFL kicks off tonight. And this is sad in a way. Here's the buzz in the CFL. And that, by the way, is the poll question. Which is Canada's game of the week in the CFL right now? Some interesting uh, results. Tonight, Edmonton at Ottawa, rematch of the 2015 Grey Cup. Friday, Winnipeg at BC, rematch of the 2011 Grey Cup. And Saturday, doubleheader Montreal at Hamilton and Sask at Calgary. Did you have the results? Sorry, I wasn't looking. 
Did we have them? Because um, it's a, it's like a dead heat there last I saw. Yeah, Winnipeg at BC is leading. Come on! Winnipeg at BC is leading. That surprises me a little bit. On Twitter, Sask at Calgary was leading, but those are some big games. Those are West Division games. This game tonight, I hate to say this because it's like everybody knows that Marcel Desjardins is going to get fired. My phone went off this morning from a football guy who said, oh, here's another candidate to be GM of the Red Blacks, uh, Danny McManus, the head U.S. scout of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, who, by the way, is from Dania Beach, Florida, just down the road from here. Danny Mack. And I'm like, the guy still has the job. So, I mean, I kind of feel bad that we're talking about who's going to replace him when he hasn't been fired yet. But on the flip side, I like Marcel. Marcel gets it. I think he likes me. Did I tell you, like, at league meetings, he'd pull me aside and go, hey, Rod, this is what's going on. Maybe it's just what he wanted me to know or curate the message. Whatever. At least he talked to me. Like, I like Marcel Desjardins. But... He's cut how many guys, traded how many guys, dictated how many guys' careers. Now it's happening to him. And the line, by the way, tonight, betregal.net, is Edmonton by six and a half. The Red Blacks are starting their rookie quarterback, Caleb Jones. I don't think he's going to be the next Jake Mayer. I don't. I got Edmonton by more than six and a half. I think Edmonton covers tonight. Rolls. Ottawa's seven-game losing streak is the longest since the 1980s Ottawa Rough Riders, who lost 14 in a row, and that is a CFL record. This is an historically bad Ottawa football team, and at the end of the day, somebody's got to pay the price. Everybody else has. Yeah. It's at the door of the general manager. So that's my take on the game tonight, Moose. How about you? Yeah, you know, and I don't really know what's going to happen. You know, at some point, Ottawa is going to surprise us. I just, I feel like at some, at some point, um, is the season long enough for it to happen? I don't, I hope so. I hope they surprise us. I hope they put one on the board and they will, I think, but I don't think it's happening tonight. I think it's just, it's tough. Um, you know, you feel for Marcel because he's put really good football teams on the field, but now he went all in with a strategy to go a different way and the way he spent the money and it didn't work. So somebody has got to pay the price and will he be given an opportunity to, to correct it? Doesn't sound like it. He's going to get another job in football because he's got a good resume. Oh, yeah. But somebody's got to come in and clean up the red blocks. Just checking on some of the comments here, because I know that we're going to have to go uh, roll this over into the second block, and that's cool. Oh, the Slapshot Sweethearts have logged on. The Slapshot Sweethearts have entered the chat. Megan and Shannon, and they write in all caps, we're only here to fight with Darren about Penn State versus Michigan. Put him up. I thought you were just a Michigan football fan. I didn't know that. Are you a Michigan hockey fan? No, just football. Well, the hockey team is pretty good. So I just it just came in yesterday, and Meg's been you know um, bugging me about it, and Penn State's pretty good because I was kind of going back and forth, and she kind of they, they play each other. They're both undefeated. And uh, so maybe I might have to go back over to Penn State if they beat Michigan later this year. But uh, not for now. We're in the blue and the maize and blue here. You're not going to switch teams as easily as me. I had a scout write me yesterday <laughs> and go, you can be bought so easily. And I'm like, yep. But I'm still I wear my Florida Panthers. I know. Team but issued I, playoff shirt from last spring. Yeah. It's still so early into the whole process. Like, I, 
I just said I was a fan, just got the guy. I never even watched him play yet. So, I mean, we'll see. I think you might want to rethink your team, but that's just me. All right. Or whatever. Would you be okay with Penn State? Road trips. Uh, Not really, but whatever. It's your life. (laughs) Um, Regarding do you care about NHL preseason games, Rob Swallow is watching on YouTube, says, I've got the NHL live subscription. Can't watch all games all year. Sorry, I can watch games all year on any device. Watch three games on Sunday. Wish all the preseason games were televised. Oh, me too, me too, me three. But I guess that's just us hockey nerds. Earl James watching on YouTube says, Taco Tuesday in the CFL. Hey, whatever happened to Taco Time Tuesday on the Rod Peterson Show? What's happening there? That was your number one choice in the food court. I remember that. Yeah, exactly. I'm working working on getting you that membership card. Okay. Salt Lake City, Utah is where we go with this comment from Darren Workman. He says, are any of the games not a replay of a, of a past Grey Cup? No, that's what's funny about it. You understand that, right? Uh, yeah, these guys are calling the Dallas Cowgirls. That's sexist. We're not putting up with that. We're only three topics through the quick six, Moose. Are you going to stick around for the next block with me? Oh, yeah. You good? I'm, I'm here, ready to go. Because now we're getting, getting to the good stuff. We haven't even got to the good stuff yet. So the warm-up's brought to you by Ecole Electric. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show from Dodge City in South Florida on the Game Plus Television Network. Hope you're enjoying as we're back on the big network. Also live streaming on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.